Hey buddies, you thinking of starting your own podcast? Why not use Anchor? It's the easiest way to make a podcast, and here's why. First off, it's free. Secondly, you have creation tools to record and edit right from your phone or computer. Third, Anchor distributes for you. You can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. Fourth, make money with no minimum listenership. And finally, you have everything you need for a podcast all in one place. So what are you waiting for? Download the free Anchor app today or go to anchor.fm to get started. Well, the world has still gone nutty, buddy, buddy. Even downright cruddy, buddy, buddy. We shall miss the past, buddy, buddy, but there's still buddy cats. No, don't be naughty, go meet everybody here on Buddy Cast. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the founder and host of BuddyCast, Nick Sorensen. Happy Thursday, buddies. It's time for another episode of BuddyCast. And we've got a returning record on our show today. We have our buddy, Paul Smith. How you doing, buddy? Yeah, I'm good, thanks, Nick. And you? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. We're in our new studio Everything is settled down. Um, we're just we're happy to have you on the show too. Yeah, it's good to be back. Yeah. Yep. So I gotta ask first off, how did you you own a record store? So whatever sparked your interest in opening a store selling vinyl? Oh, it goes back a long time, Nick. I think it all stems from my childhood days my brother is eight years older than me and um he brought music into the house when he started going to work age 16 and uh, i was just eight obviously then and uh him bringing records into the house prompted me to to buy singles with my pocket money so my record collection started when i was eight years old in 1972 and um as things went along and I progressed to go into work, I, I bought more and more records. So, yeah, I've just had a passion for, for vinyl and music in general from a very early age. Nice, nice. So tell us about the shop. Tell us about, like, the location, the whole the whole enchilada, you know? Yeah, so the shop um, opened four and a half years ago, and that was off the back of, obviously, the resurgence in vinyl. And having grown up in my city... For, for all of my life, suddenly there was no record shops in town. So uh, when I was growing up, we had like five or six record shops to choose from. So I thought, well, somebody needs to open up a record shop and uh, it should be me. So, so that's exactly how it all happened. And fortunately, uh, I was in the right place at the right time to be able to take a lease on, on a, a shop that had become vacant. It was in just the right location because it's in a, a shopping mall. And the shutters go down at night, so it adds good security because the, the last thing you want is someone to break your windows and steal your vinyl overnight. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, it all happens, right place, right time. Passion for music, no record shop in our city, and boom. Ah, oh, beautiful, beautiful. So who are some who are some notable artists that you carry? Say that one again, Nick. Who are some uh, notable artists that you carry in your shop? Oh, yeah, we carry, uh, I mean, we, 
predominantly we carry stuff from the the 60s through to the 80s obviously with me being very passionate about elton john's music i've got a, a major elton john section uh, as you would expect mm-hmm. but yeah i mean we carry everything from bob dylan to eric clapton to led zeppelin pink floyd all the popular artists of the of the 60s and and 70s elvis of course is still a big demand for elvis presley um yeah so so it's quite an eclectic mix varied you know all different genres so we have a big jazz section we have a lot of jazz fans in our city uh obviously folk we've got a good folk section going and country music um heavy mm-hmm. metal a little bit of reggae soul of course uh your marvin gaze aretha franklin's very popular stevie wonder so mm-hmm. yeah we, we basically cater for everybody i think Nice, nice. Now, have you seen the demand for vinyl increase since you've opened the shop? Oh, yes, definitely. And uh, the other thing that's noticeable is uh, the decline in sales of CDs, because we also sell CDs in the shop as well. Mm. But as a, as a rough kind of percentage, I would say we probably sell around about 85% vinyl to 15% CD. Um, and... I get absolutely overloaded with people coming in each week trying to offload their CDs because a lot of them are streaming now. Mm-hmm. Um, cars, I mean, I don't know what it's like in the US, but certainly cars in the UK now don't even have a CD player as a standard fit. You have to ask for one um, because most of the cars now have got like a, a Bluetooth phone facility. Mm-hmm. So with, with streaming, you can you can just stream straight to your to your um your, your car system now so so yeah cds have really dropped off whereas vinyl has strangely come back and if you'd have told me that you know even 10 years ago i'd have never said not in not in a million years you know but it's uh mm-hmm. it's, yeah it's, it's really strange yeah i mean i've seen that too like i've seen like you know like you said 10 years ago or like even like 15 years ago hmm. see everyone had cds like everyone was buying cds off the shelves like no tomorrow and yeah, would look at like kids would go over to like their grandparents' house and go, "Grandpa, what's this flying disc?" You know. Yeah, <laughs> it's like don't, don't don't touch that, you know. Because you know, because in their heads they're like, "That's gonna be worse on that day." Like that Elvis record's yeah. gonna be worse something one day. <laughs> but they're the kids. They're like, they can't tell this the difference between this and a frisbee or something like that, or they can't like, <laughs> you know. No, exactly. So, so yeah, and I think um, you know when I when I I mean I predominantly trade in pre-owned records so um i get a lot of collections coming in you can see the ones that have been really well looked after and the other ones like you've just said they well they left the records and it looks like the kids have been running knitting needles around them so mm-hmm. you can't do anything with those but but yeah i mean we're, we're very lucky in the fact that we get a lot of really good well looked after collections in um mm-hmm. yeah so we're lucky Yes. So I got to ask, I asked like who you carry and everything, but what's your highest demand? Like what are, what do customers contact you the most about? Yeah. Well, well, I mean, one of, one of our biggest demands is Fleetwood Mac. I mean, I can sell Fleetwood Mac till the cows come home. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, the, the likes of your, your Eric Clapton's and of course Elton, I think, you know, I, because I've got a big following through my, um, website group a lot of people know that i specialize in elton stuff so 
that's not pretty common across the UK. I mean, a lot of record shops, I keep, a lot, I keep in contact with a lot of other record shop owners and, you know, Elton's quite slow in a lot of places, but, but I think because of my, my Elton involvement online, I get a lot of people coming into the shop that, that, that know me from that. So I think that helps me there. Um, Elvis Presley, we still sell a lot of Elvis. Um, Ooh. you know, he's always going to be, uh, sought after and, and on the countryside and this is quite amazing we sell a lot of johnny cash especially to the young uh people wow which yeah. uh yeah that's, that's that's quite amazing but yeah mm -hmm. i mean I, I i wouldn't say there's probably one prominent seller um probably just genres of music like we sell a lot of soul um we, we sell a lot of jazz as i've mentioned a lot of Miles Davis, people like that. Um, so, so yeah, it, it's it's pretty it's pretty general, really. And we 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 carry, you know, a, a big range of artists from 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 all eras. So I suppose that helps us kind of like sell across the whole range. If you see what I mean? Absolutely, most definitely. So with the, so now let's go. Let's travel forward a little bit. You are now reopen. You reopen the shop. You're taking the COVID protocols. Yes. What are those protocols that you have in place? Yeah. So basically, um, it's quite a few. Uh, obviously, the amount of people I can have in the shop at any one time, which um, is six, to to enable us to socially distance uh, around the shop. We have a one-way system in place so that people aren't crashing into each other, which is very important. When people first come into the shop, we ask them just to sanitise their hands. And within the shop, we've got sanitising stations so that, you know, we can try and encourage people that if they do happen to touch their face while they're in the shop, just to re-sanitise their hands. Because obviously, you know, there's potential there that if they have got the virus, they could, um, you know, after they sanitise their hands coming into the shop, they could reinfect themselves inside the shop. So things like that. Uh, a lot of cleaning. I mean, throughout the day, we're always going around with our anti-back cleaner and uh, just spraying all the touchable surfaces throughout the shop. So that's a little bit of extra work. But yeah, I mean, it is, it is a lot of extra work and costs. And, um, you know, it's it's not something you can really recover because people don't want to pay more money for, for the product. So mm -hmm. you just have to absorb it and, and hope that in time... Um, you know, as the vaccination program takes effect, as it seems to be doing at the minute in our country, uh, we, you know, we've got very low levels of uh, infection in, in the UK at the moment and the, and the death rate's really fallen. So I think uh, through the protocols of, like say, all what the shops are doing, the social distancing, all the things that are in place in general, we seem to be doing quite well. And the borders are pretty well locked down at the moment, um, there's a big quarantine uh, initiative. So if, if people come in from a red country, uh, they have to quarantine in a hotel for like 14 days. So, so yeah, there's a lot of measures been taken, not just by us as the shops, but as the government in general. And, and, and yeah, this last couple of months, it's, it's a lot more promising, I think. Hmm. I, liked, I really like that one measure that you took, that you have people sanitized beforehand. Because I think yeah. that's really important for especially your shop. Because people are always like, you know, trickling through the vinyl, like, you know, yeah. okay, here's like E, Elton, Eric, Elvis, you know, yeah, that yeah. stuff. 
and you never realize what they touched beforehand or like you said no, did they, exactly, you know, exactly. Like, and that, that that's why um you know before our vaccination program took effect and there was still a lot of transmission in the community even though i could have allowed people into the shop i didn't because it's one of those shops like we just said it's a tactile shop you know mm. uh, you know probably 90 percent of my stock can get touched every day and, and not mm. more so yeah that's why i was very reluctant to let people actually touch the stock and, and we offered like a personal shopper service before where you know people came to the front of the shop stayed at the counter and and I basically went went off and looked for what they were asking for, and that that worked. Mm-hmm. You know, it worked for us, and we also had the mail order side going, so that kept us going. But but yeah, I'm quite happy now to let people in the shop with all the sort of measures in place uh, going on here. Yeah, love it, love it. And I was about to ask about that too, that personal service, because I've seen shops do that where you come in beforehand, or like you message them beforehand and say, yeah, you know, hey, I'm looking for, <clears throat> I'm looking for. Johnny Cash, or I'm looking for the new, do you have like the new Paul McCartney album yet or something yeah. like that? Mm. Yeah, yeah, we can do all of that. Um, and, and people still do, you know, they got so used to us doing the personal shopper service. They, they come in and ask us what we've got and, and I can go and get the stuff. And yeah, we get a lot of people asking us if we can get specific stuff. And, uh, mm. you know, I still, although I don't stop a lot of new stuff in the shop anymore because the pre-owned market is better for us. Yes, I've still got access to my distributor. So, if, like you just said, if someone comes in and asks for the new Paul McCartney album or whatever, I can I can get it through our distributors on CD or vinyl or, or whatever. Yeah, so yeah, we we can we can we can accommodate most people's requests really, which nice. I think is quite important. Mm-hmm. Nice. So, follow up question: Do you have the new McCartney album, the McCartney Three? <laughs> no, I, I mean I, I I I don't stock it, and to be honest, I've done. Mm. Um, I didn't have anybody come in and ask for it. So, um, really? Yeah, which was quite weird. I did expect somebody to come in and ask for it, but I didn't have any requests. But I think it's probably because, like I said before, my shop's not well known now for, for, for brand new vinyl. I kind of specialize in the pre owned. When I first opened and I was finding my feet, I did um, get a lot of the new releases in. Well, the problem with us little independent shops is we have to, to to buy it and keep it in stock if we don't sell it. There's no kind of sale or return for for the small shops. So it's all a bit of a risk, and you're always competing against the likes of Amazon and HMVs. There's not a big margin in, margin in it, so um, you have to be very careful. So I tend now to stick to the pre-owned market, which... Um, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's got better margins for us, and 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 basically, I can buy many more records for the same amount of money as what I would if I was buying new stock. So I can give people better value for money. I think. Mm-hmm. All right. So now I'm in the United States. You're in the United Kingdom. Is there a way that we can do international orders if needed? Like, if I ever <clears> contacted <throat> you, like, hey, do you have? this Elton album that I'm really looking forward to complete my correct yeah. collection. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, um, I mean, in fact, we sell a lot all over the world internationally because I've got online sales channels. Um, so, so yeah. And the good thing with, with vinyl is it's so easy to, to package safely. You know, I, I, I've got special vinyl mailers and I pack them out with additional cardboard, even though they don't really need them. 
So we're pretty bomb-proof in, in being able to send a piece of vinyl anywhere in the world. And, and yeah, we do. And especially, again, going back to the pre-owned market, some of the stuff I've got is pretty rare, hard to find. And um, that's why I get a lot of international orders, I think. And because I don't really put anything into my shop, especially the online sales channels, that I wouldn't put in my own collection quality-wise, we 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 get like 100% feedback. I mean, all my online sales channels, I get really good feedback left. So that gives people the confidence anywhere in the world to know that, that, that what they're looking at online, as I've described it, is what they're going to get. So um, yeah, we're we're very we're very religious in in, in making sure that what people are going to get is mint condition. If I've just described mm -hmm. it as mint condition. Um, you've got to be totally honest, and I think that's, that's what our reputation has been based on now. Beautiful. Beautiful. I'll definitely be contacting you for some records. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. So do you also have like a website for your business as well? Or Yeah, we do. I mean, our, our website is um, www.vinylcollectorsandsellers.co.uk, and uh, within that website you will find – some um, pages on the on the menu and one of them will take you to our online sales channels of which there's a few so um some uh, i mean i've got one online sales channel which is totally dedicated to the elton stuff which as you probably know is called elton john store mm -hmm. and then i've got my vinyl collectors and sellers online channel which basically deals with the vinyl and I have another one called the Record CD and Memorabilia Store, which is more stacked towards CD and, and memorabilia. So we kind of cover all stations through different sales channels. Nice, nice. Now, before I ask you the ultimate buddy cast buddy question, I got to ask, with reopening the store, with your business that seems to be booming right now, what are you most excited about for this year? Yeah, I, th I think what I'm most excited about for this year is the fact that we're in we're in a tourist city. Uh, Salisbury is, is always frequented by tourists, both internationally and from the UK. But I think this year in particular, because of the travel restrictions, we're going to get a lot more of our people from the UK hitting our city. So I'm very optimistic that the internal sales are going to be pretty good this year. And I've got a really good level of stock because... Um, I never stopped buying stock all throughout the, the pandemic. So I've managed to acquire some really good collections. So I'm, I'm very excited that, you know, we're going to probably pick up a lot of new customers that come to the city over the tourist season. And that's kicked off early because I think where people have sort of been in the lockdown, um, they just want to, they've got a bit of cabin fever. So uh, a lot of the people that, often have children because they've either left the nest or they haven't got them. They haven't got to worry about school holidays and and that for going on holiday. So we're seeing a lot of tourists hit the city already. So, yeah, I'm really optimistic that's going to carry rolling on through the rest of the year. So, yeah, that's that's what I'm excited about. Beautiful. Beautiful. I'm so glad that everything is just mm, working out for you now. So now it's time for what we call the <laughs> ultimate buddy cast buddy question. You ready for this one? Go on. What's your advice for anyone who wants to be like you and one day own a business, whether it's selling vinyl or just selling something that they seem passionate about? Yeah, I think um, 
obviously you've just hit it on the head there. I think if you're really, really passionate about something, then you will do well at it. Um, you know, a lot of people, like me in particular, I, I change. I mean, I've been in the construction industry for, you know, best part of um, 40 years. And I got a little bit fed up with it. So I think if you're going to change career direction, you have to be really passionate about it to make it successful, I think. So so that is what I would say my number one thing is, is be passionate about it. And then maybe don't rush into it. Make sure you find the right location. And, I, and you know, again, I believe I was very lucky in the, in the location that I found. Um, and you have got to work hard at it. You know, there's no doubt about it. It's not just like a normal nine to five job where, you get paid from your employer, you, you have to put a lot of effort in to make it work, especially in the early days. So I think I would say be passionate and be prepared to, to work hard. Be prepared also to make a few mistakes and have a few knockbacks, but look at those as, as a learning thing and, mm -hmm. and learn from them. And <clears throat> I think that, you know, although it might, it might feel like things are working against you in, in the end you'll think yeah i'm glad that really happened because it makes you realize that you can get over problems and and uh, and don't let them happen again so so yeah that's that's what i would really that would be my advice passion work hard don't let the mistakes and failures that you come across put you off love it and that's terrific advice like you said be passionate yeah but work hard you know don't just yeah. have a dream and then see the hard work and go, maybe it's not worth it or something, but just yeah. really power through. Cause it's like, uh, yeah. there's a movie out there that says, if you want something, you know, you yeah. want something, you got to work for it. Don't let yeah, it de definitely stick with it because, um, you know, the, the, those hurdles are there for a reason. And I think that's, uh, you know, to make you think more and get around it and then realize that, yeah, they, they happen for that reason. And it wasn't to put you off. It was, uh, to just make you think, you know, your business head on, how are you going to get over those problems if they if they hit you? All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us here again on BuddyCast. As we always tell you, you're always welcome back. And thank yeah, you. Yeah, Thank you for being such a great buddy. Stick around. We'll chat for a minute. Yeah. But for all my buddies out there, this is my buddy, Paul Smith. Please visit his shop if you're in his area or visit his website. He's got some great deals for you. Trust me. And hey, even check out his Facebook page, the Elton John online. So you'll love it. There's a lot of great content there. So, but if, as always, buddy, I've got one piece of advice for you before we leave or one favor to ask you. Just go be someone's buddy today. We'll yep. catch you next time here on BuddyCast. Well, the days are going fast, buddy, buddy, we've got to make them last, buddy, buddy.